0: Happy Halloween week! It's Lana here and James, and it's Mystical Monday. So for our Halloween edition, since Halloween is coming up this week, later this weekend, it is uh, we're going to do some some um, Halloween traditions and origins and how yeah. they
1: started. The Roots of Halloween.
0: There's a lot of interesting stories that go behind some traditions that have kind of evolved over time into what it is now. It's kind of interesting to see the background on it. So we're just going to go through a couple of things. And
1: If you don't think Halloween's the best holiday, you can still listen to us, but I don't like you. <laughs> same. Same. Gotta love Halloween. Oh, yeah. So and you want to hear about the ancient roots of Halloween? Absolutely. The genesis of Halloween the genesis of Halloween costumes specifically mm. Halloween costumes may date back to over 2000 years ago. Historics historians consider that the Celtic pagan festival of, I never can of pronounce this word, right? Sawin. Sawin, which marks summer's end in, in the beginning of the year's darker half in the British isles. That's where people think the Halloween costume started. It was believed that during the festival, um, the world of the gods became visible to humans, resulting in supernatural mischief. Some people offered treats and food to the gods, while others wore disguises, such as animal skins and heads, so that wandering spirits might mistake them for one of their own. Oh, wow. So they're trying to hide
0: within the ghostly nights? Yeah. They're, they're trying to look like heads. a god. So crazy. I bet that was terrifying.
1: Well, all gods have, like, cow heads and, like, yeah monkey bodies and...
0: I don't know I don't know why I don't know it's like a myth- mythological thing I just I think it's with any kind of culture you've got the mythology we just we love to tell 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 sometimes
1: if I saw like a frog with a deer head and he was like as big as me and he was coming at me the last thing I would think is that's a god
0: yeah <laughs> I'd be mean, like whoa let's get
1: the fuck out of here man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna get a rape- this frog dude over here right yeah that would be pretty pretty terrifying
1: um, hiding behind their costumes, villagers would often play pranks on one another, but they blame the spirits. Uh, masks and cover-ups came uh, to be seen as means to get away with things, and that's continued throughout Halloween's evolution. So, people would hide on their costumes and they prank each other. Maybe that's where the trick... Came ah, to play. Yes. But I'm going to talk about that later.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, we've got some other... Uh... Strange things that are attached to Halloween. Like uh, what? Some things from England.
1: England. Yeah. Everything comes from there. It's true. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah.
0: Um, so it's um, called it All Souls Day, and they did had little parades and stuff, and it's just really sad. just kind of shows you that nothing's ever changed, really. Yeah. But it's like, during the festivities, the poor citizens would sit on the side of the road, and they would beg the people for money. And they would throw out little things and they would give them these things called soul cakes. Oh yeah. And so they'd give them the soul cakes and they'd say, you know, I'll give you this treat. If you pray for my loved one uh, that passed away and make sure they cross over. Mm. And so it's, that's strange. Can you imagine? Just like, it's just, I mean, I guess, I don't know. That's kind of like what parades are now, except it's not so much like, Poor, hungry people. It's just that they, they throw candy and stuff. I mean, that's probably where that came yeah, from.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's weird to think that you could trade bread for like a soul.
0: Right. I mean, where is <laughs> How did we decide that that was equal, you know? Yeah.
1: I don't know. Totally the same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, they also did some stuff where they believed that on Halloween, um, that ghosts would come back to the house. Yeah. And, uh, they would, um, if they left their house, then they would encounter all these ghosts going to and fro. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they wore costumes to yet again, blend in with the ghosts, you know, it's the yeah. same kind of principle, but different, but it's just funny because it, it's all around, all around the world with their own little things that they do, but it's kind of, kind of similar. Um, so then the next thing that I had was, of course, we got to talk about candy corn. Candy corn. Candy corn. I do
1: like candy corn.
0: I do not, but I don't like candy
1: Have corn. you ever mixed candy corn with like a salty thing? like Candy corn and peanuts together. No. It's really good. No. It is really I good. mean,
0: I bet it is good. It probably is. But for some reason, they really gross me out. So I just don't think I could do it.
1: They're just, I don't know, they're gross. Yeah, I got some candy cor- corn lovers out there. <laughs> candy corn.
0: So did you know that a quarter of all candy that is sold annually in the U.S. is purchased at Halloween? I believe it. And the estimated amount of candy: six billion pounds.
1: Pounds? Yes. How many candy corns is in a pound? I have no clue. I'm gonna say about a hundred.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? Why not? Um, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you eat, if you eat candy corn on, around Halloween, that's cool. But if someone's eating candy corn all year, like, don't be a weirdo. Well, that's the
0: thing is that this this candy corn is one of the few candies that, even though it's like mostly thought about at Halloween, it's actually a year-round candy. You can get it at any time, and people used to not only have it at Halloween, but they'd have it at Thanksgiving, and they would also have it at Easter.
1: I can see. So, I could see Thanksgiving maybe because it's so close to Halloween, but not Easter. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I don't know why. I guess maybe carrots, maybe. I don't know. But, you know, they they did this because back whenever they were first creating these these types of candy, it's like a mellow cream and um, they mold it with the confection Uh and they make it into like whatever they want. But what they would always do is they would make shapes of different like vegetables. Yeah. And it was because it was like a farming town and like, they dealt with that stuff. So they'd make candies that looked like the vegetables, you know. So that's kind of where the whole thing came up for it. Hmm. And uh, the original inventor is named George reininger And he works for a candy company in Philly. But the Jelly Belly Company is the one that actually made them popular around the 19th century. And they marketed it as chicken feed.
1: Chicken feed? Yes. Are people feed their chickens candy corn?
0: No, but I guess it kind of I don't really know why you would call it chicken. Like it, was, uh,
1: it, it was candy obviously, but they yeah, just called yeah. it. Yeah, but okay. it was
0: called chicken feed, but you know, the people had the same reaction as you just did, which is like, is it actually candy or is it like what is it? I made candy so weird now. It didn't even it didn't do that well.
1: Um, when it first weird. started out. I make candy look like bad things and it's supposed to be marketable. I yeah you remember those candy cigarettes oh yeah i used to get those all the time when i, I used to kid. feel so cool
0: oh yeah i used to actually try to light them too and the candy would just melt and get you all would. this gross <laughs> totally would i was <laughs> like hang out i'd like climb up in this tree that was like really visible from the road and like people would drive by and as i drove by i would just like light up my candy my cigarette candy to make them think i was smoking a cigarette because i wanted just them to stop and be like what are you doing Leave me alone. I'm smoking my cigarette in the tree, man. I don't have time for you. So, yeah, and they all came in the different, like, collector boxes. Oh, yeah. Like, they had different kinds.
1: Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, they had all different types of boxes. And I used to collect those because I'm one of those people that's, like, either I'm into something or I'm not. And if I'm into something, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, me too. I don't know why. It's super annoying. Yeah. candy corn is... I just I don't know it just just sugar and syrup
1: just tastes like this chalk was a candy
0: <laughs> chalk was a candy yeah, no didn't. no that is those valentine hearts Ugh. those are what chalk would be like as a candy yeah that's so gross those yeah, are so nasty goes. And does anybody like those Valentine things? Or is it like universal that none of us like it? Or are there some people out there that are eating those things?
1: Valentine's Day. They shouldn't make candy for that. I hate Valentine's Day. Period. Yeah,
0: Valentine's Day.
1: I don't know.
0: It's, it's no. nice to be
1: nice to your partner and like get them stuff. But you should be doing it all the time.
0: Right. That should be a everyday thing. Not just one day a week. And why does it have to be? It's just another thing you have to go and like get a big gift or you're an asshole type of thing. Even if you make pre arrangements where it's like, all right, I'm not going to get you anything, right? We're cool with that. It's like, it comes down to it. It's like
1: Valentine's Day probably got expanded to some kind of corporate agenda so they could sell more flowers and candy cards. For sure.
0: It's always been about money. I mean, what else is it really about? Maybe we'll have to do an episode on that Valentine's Day and see see the origin of all that and we'll see why how we got here but for what i can see face value it's just candy companies trying to make money
1: flower companies
0: flower companies card companies and whatever
1: and flowers are expensive and then they just die
0: yeah i'm not a fan of flowers i would i would rather get like a flower that was like growable like it was plant it was, had roots you know you could plant it in a bigger planter if yeah. you're going to get flowers because I hate when they die and they don't last that long. It's yeah. so sad that it's like so pretty and so then it just dies, you know? Unreal. <sighs> it's a sad world when we're, we're living in these days.
1: So earlier I mentioned trick-or-treat. Mm-hmm. So it said that trick-or-treat came from the idea that uh, the phrase trick-or-treat came from the idea that yeah. I always thought that whatever, like a kid would go to the door and they would knock or whatever, and that person will bring out the candy, and they say, trick or treat. It's the person who's handing out the candy's job to either give them a treat or trick them. Right. So, like, that's the way I've always thought about it. Mm -hmm. But it's actually the opposite. It's trick or treat. Like, hey, give me a treat or I'm going to trick you. Trick or treat. Like, you're asking them. So, we've got it backwards all these years. So, like the idea is they have to give you candy or the person asking for the candy. If they they don't get any, they're going to play some kind of trick or prank on the homeowner. Huh? Yeah.
0: Interesting.
1: I've always thought about it the other way.
0: Yeah, me too. I would definitely think that that's what that was. Wow. You should do everything backwards. I think. Yeah. Well, I am going to go over this next part here. That is the origin of jack-o'-lanterns. Jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. So, it's it all started with this guy named Stingy Jack. And it's this myth. Of course it did. Yeah. It's a myth about a man named, nicknamed um, Stingy Jack. And he was invited, or he invited the devil to have a drink with him. And he, mm. then once he had the drinks, the Stingy Jack dude didn't want to pay. So, he convinced the devil to turn into a coin so he could use it to buy their drinks. And then, once the devil did so, Jack decided to keep the money and put it in his pocket next to a silver cross, which prevented the devil from coming back to its original form.
1: And then I mean, you being so gangster that you meet up with the devil and you make him pay, pay for your drinks.
0: Right. You meet up with the devil and you make him turn into a coin. And then... He turns into a coin? He, he, The devil turns into a coin.
1: Oh, I thought you said
0: And then Stingy Jack decides that he's just going to keep the coin. So not only did he get a free drink, but he also stole money on top of it. So he got paid to drink with him.
1: What does that have to do with Jack <laughs> <laughs> There's nowhere in that story okay. you talked about a pumpkin.
0: All right, all right. So, this is so messed up. <laughs> So, the guy or the devil puts a light inside of a turnip, and the guy has to light his way. And that's like the jam-
1: jack o' lantern. Oh, so, it's like find the devil to steal yes. his money and drink with him. Right. To put a light in a turnip. Yes. And light his way. Exactly. A turnip?
0: A turnip. And if you ever look at these things, they're terrifying.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like all shriveled up and like... Yeah, I've seen people make ducklings out of turnips. It's fucking they're weird. They're pretty
0: pretty scary. So, um, yeah, that's... So I wonder how it came to be a pumpkin. It became a pumpkin because when they brought it over from England and everywhere over to America, then pumpkins were the local seasonal item. So that's what they
1: used. Isn't it so weird how everybody in the world does these traditional things and they never really question where they came from?
0: Yeah, you just follow it and it's just
1: something really, really fucked up that you would never support or whatever. It's like, you know, imagine telling your kids nowadays it's like you're lighting the jack o' lantern, carving the jack o' lantern with your kid because that's something that people do. Yeah. And they're like, hey, dad, why do we carve pumpkins with faces on them? What do we do this for? I'm like, oh, it's to symbolize Jack that used to carry lit up turnips and then go meet the devil. Right.
0: It's very strange. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine it all just, I mean, think about it. Like, people are so bored. <laughs> There's nothing. I mean, they didn't have TV or radio or anything. Yeah. They just worked and worked and slept and died. That's pretty much it. So these people would sit around the fire and make up some crazy stories, I'm sure, just to get scare people. Yeah. Or, you know, take, you know, one true piece of information and, like, blow it out of proportion where it's like, yeah, that happened, but it wasn't that dramatic. And now there's not some headless horseman riding around the fields, you know? Yeah. It just, it gets very uh, dramatic. But people tend to have that, uh, they always do that. They always have everything overly dramatic. I and mean, that comes, you know, when we, like, do investigations and stuff and then we, like, figure out certain things. Yeah. You know, like I was telling you, I was watching Ghost Adventures, the Crescent Hotel one, and they said that there was um, a hallway that sounded like gurneys going down yeah. and up and down it. And then they just found that there it was a pipe with a radiator system. Oh, they were yeah. like standing right underneath it, and they were like pointing up at it, and it was like it did sound just like it. So they debunked that one, but you see, they're still touting it, you know, because. You know, it's a story.
1: I'm going to find out for myself.
0: Yeah.
1: We will. We will. (laughs) Always. All in a while, we always go to that voice. Like That's our go-to voice. Oh, yeah. Where did that start at? White White Goodman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Suck it in (laughs) the (laughs) floor.
0: Suck it in (laughs) the floor. What a great movie. It's such a good movie. Some movies are just great for quoting. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, uh, what else do you have?
1: Oh, so modern-day Halloween, like how it became a thing, like, traditionally, uh, Christianity actually adopted October 31st as a holiday in the 11th century as part uh, of efforts to reframe pagan celebrations and claim them as their own. Of course. Um, Indeed, the name Halloween derives from All Hallows' Eve, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's the day before All Saints' Day, which is November 1st. So that's why they picked that day. Hmm. What is what is the correlation with that? Correlation with what?
0: All Hallows' Eve and All Saints' Day.
1: I'm not sure, but that's, that's why they call it Halloween. All Hallows' Eve. I mean, All Hallows' Eve is the day before Saints' Day. Maybe Hallows has something to do with Saints. Hmm. Interesting. There are
0: quite a few stories on all of all of this Halloween stuff and it's just so crazy like you said I mean you have stuff like um black cats and you know like how did the black cat get to where where it was at did you did you find anything on that Mm -hmm. I looked up some stuff on like black cats and why they think they're evil and it's just like it doesn't make
1: any sense I don't don't really know why they picked crosses your path when you cross over it which right. A of luck or yeah. i think Yeah. thinking black cats. I imagine black cats probably had something to do with witches.
0: Yeah, witches, and uh, maybe just because, like, you can't see them as well. But uh, I know that during the Middle Ages, they also, they used to, um, they, they associated the cats with witches, like you said. Like, they thought the witches turned into the cats. Right. So, that would make sense, and then probably just changed it to black cats because they're just like I said—you can't see them; they
1: just have like those little eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So. So once Halloween entered American culture, uh, its popular- popularity quickly spread. Uh, according to fashion historian and director of New York University's Costume Studies, uh, people in rural America embraced its pagan roots and the idea of it as a dark occasion. Centered around death. Mm. Uh, they were scary, frightening get-ups, which were made of, uh, made from stuff at home, whatever was on hand, like sheets, makeup, improvised masks. Mm-hmm. So Halloween, I mean, like, at least when it first came in America, was more about death and being scary. And it's still about that, but it's like that now in, like, a childish way. You know, like it's still about being scary and stuff like you get the skeletons and the witches and the monsters and stuff but like mm-hmm. kids dress up as superheroes now you know it's like it's transition true. to be just Halloween's where you can just dress up as anyone yeah you know instead of being like a scary thing it's more like a let's be somebody else for a night and right get candy thing. yeah and that's you know, nice just to escape it for a moment these dumbass halloween costumes too like hot dog Ugh. You had? Did you dress up like a hot dog? No. That would be really funny if you did. That's the dumbest Halloween costume you've ever had.
0: <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Picture it. I'm probably about, oh my gosh, nine years old. And my mom dressed me up like a present. So she took a huge box and she cut out arms, legs, and head. And then she wrapped it like a present. And then I had like a bow on my head. And it was way too big. And I could barely walk in it because I couldn't really bend my knees very well because it was too big. It was like it would go inside the hole and then kind of like trip me up. Yeah. So I'm standing on my, I think it was my grandma's, my great grandma's porch. And I was standing up there with all the kids and the porch had no railings, you know, like those old country houses they don't have railing at all so I was like just standing up there waiting and like one of the kids like pushed past me and I fell off the side of the porch on my back and I was stuck because I was in a box (laughs) and I was like I am stuck in the bushes and I'm like behind bushes so you can't even see me it's just like I just vanished in like a bunch of vegetation (laughs) and then finally my mom like came over there and she was like oh my god I didn't know where you went so sorry and then laughed. It was probably pretty funny, though.
1: Honestly, I really didn't dress up for Alan that much when I was a kid that I can remember. I remember just, like, going to the store and just getting those, like, you know, Walmart Power Ranger costume. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Walmart. Yeah. was as expensive as you're getting. I think one time I dressed up like a superhero, and I did, like, you know, I cut holes in, like, a bandana, and I put it on as, like, a little mask. Yeah. Or, like, a blanket as a cape or something. hmm uh-huh. I did that one time.
0: Yeah, I sent you that picture of me that I did when I dressed when I made my own ninja suit. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool.
1: Weren't you a JT dick in the box one time?
0: I was, and funny <laughs> you should say that. I uh, just had a memory pop up on my Facebook where I am dressed up like JT dick in a box. And I'm telling you guys, if you haven't seen this picture, I mean, it's worth it. Just let me know if you want to see it, and I'll, you
1: know. I'll I'll send it to select few. Maybe we're gonna but yeah. to, maybe we'll post it on our Facebook page.
0: Yeah. Hey uh <laughs> Yeah, definitely
1: If we get if we list. get
0: um how many likes? and I'll post it.
1: How many likes on the video? Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna aim low. Okay. Twenty-five.
0: All right. Twenty-five likes on our podcast. And I will show the picture of me dressed up as JT Justin Timberlake, Dick in a Box from SNL. <laughs> it is legit for real. Uh, that was a, that was a good night.
1: Yeah, totally. Probably my coolest ever Halloween costume. I dressed up as Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, and like I went around to. Uh... Through stores and found all the clothes I needed like the purple jacket and the gloves and green button-up and the tie and everything nice and uh, Yeah, the whole costume including the makeup probably cost me seriously $10. Whoa, but, that's uh, awesome Yeah, I uh, that was really good Really good costume and I had really long hair then and oh, so nice. I dyed it green. And I used my own hair. It's really cool. Sweet.
0: Did you go to like a party or something?
1: We went to the Rev Room for their Halloween party.
0: Neat yeah that's perfect yeah that's so cool I'm trying to think of the things that i was that that one just really i remember i was a mummy one year and it was like really really hot that year and i was dying yeah wrapped in all that gauze oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was hot and then you know i was into power rangers when i was way older than i should have been mm-hmm. you know I saw. so was. like I mean, I do too, but now it's like, it's, uh, you it's acceptable. Like you could be a nerd and like that kind of stuff now, but then it was like, oh my God, you know, you're, you still like Power Rangers and like, I'd go and like get the biggest size that they had, Mm -hmm. you know, and it would still be too small, but I would just try to make it work anyways. So I got like the, the, uh, movie spandex outfit, you know, with the little stupid face mask. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, I, it was way too small for me. But I wore it. I looked like an idiot, <laughs> especially since I like tried to wear it around outside just to play in. Yeah. to pretend.
1: I was always too short for the costumes you buy at the store, so like the legs were always way too long. Yeah. Sucks being short. Yeah. So we were talking about <laughs> costumes coming into, uh, you know, being more like funny or superheroish, and it's mm-hmm. uh, this is. Um, the decades from 1920, 1930, uh, and forward, uh, the s- same decades saw the emergence of costumes that were influenced by pop culture alongside the first major costume manufacturing company, the J. Halpern Company, better known as Halco, hmm. uh, from Pittsburgh. They began licensing images of fictional characters like Papa, Olive Oil, Little Orphan Annie, and Mickey Mouse around this time. And people, people became fascinated with the uh, characters she said like pirates of gypsies and even like you know stuff like that people would start so, said, like,
0: so that's where it kind
1: of started yeah it's like Popeye and... that's pretty cool man I watched Popeye when I was a kid
0: Popeye was was pretty cool yeah. he made like the spinach actually look like it might be good you know? yeah it's not though you don't like spinach I like spinach but not like out of a can just eating it
1: you know, I mean, we we buy these ones in a can. It's collard greens, but oh, that's not. They're, like, they're like seasoned collard greens. We buy like seasoned spinach too. That's in a can. It's freaking good.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Spinach not as good as it looks on the cartoons. Also. Another thing, pizza not looking as good as it did on Ninja Turtles. Oh no! I mean, it always it makes pizza always, like
1: like, <sighs> look, like way better in cartoons. Like, they yeah, think it's like those. all
0: cheesy and just like you just I don't know something about it, you just want to eat it. It's Just like wow,
1: so unfortunate.
0: Yeah, really set us up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, <laughs> Happy Halloween to everyone listening out there, and uh, stay tuned to our Facebook page. Uh, we are going to have some really cool. Footage from our investigation of the old state house being released on Halloween, so be look on the lookout for that.
1: All right, guys, let us know like what you dressed up for as Halloween. You know,
0: what's your favorite Halloween costume that you ever had?
1: Yeah, let us know
0: and pictures too if you if you have them.
1: Okay. Mm, remember, we had twenty five likes.
0: Twenty five likes. I'm showing that picture of me dressed as JT taking a box. <laughs> <laughs> We'll catch you next time. Have a nice weekend. Happy Halloween.
1: Whoa.